What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Late Entry Podcast. This is your host, GB. Um, this week, I'm, uh, uh, I got a couple new topics. I'm going to talk some college basketball, some football, and uh, yeah, we just go keep it going from there. Um, if you hit the link, you decided to come and listen to my podcast, I highly appreciate you. Um, if you have a chance to do so, make sure you like, share, subscribe, tell other podcasters about the podcast. Um, this is a sports podcast, so you know, like 85% sports, the other 15 is, you know, small topics, little stuff I um I sprinkle in there. But um if you're listening, I appreciate you. Thank you. And um let's get right into it. So I'm gonna start off with um college basketball, uh Michigan basketball rather. So Michigan, uh DeJulius and Colin Castleton both are going to transfer from Michigan. They're not going to be part of next year's team. Um, DeJulius would have been a starter next year. And, you know, I kind of see it from his point of view, you know. He was going to be on a stacked team next year with the recruits coming in. But, you know, with the talent that's going to be there next year, you know, he might have been the third option, you know. So, and he's a talented guy. I've I've seen him play, and he's a talented um, guy. You know, anytime Simpson wasn't in the game, you put him in the game and don't lose a step. And he, in in my opinion, he had more athleticism than than Simpson. So, um, you know, um, I hope he has um, wherever he go. I hope uh, he start, and I hope um, you know he finish off his career the way he wants to, because he could have stayed on Michigan been on a good team. Um, but you know, I I don't blame them. Go somewhere where you you the number one. And uh, you know, hopefully it works out for him. Uh Castleton is a bit of a shock. Um I think this was gonna be his junior year. I think this was gonna be next year would be his junior year. So, you know, it's kind of a shocker for him to transfer, but you know, it's a lot of recruits coming in. So um, he would have got playing time also. So it, it's kind of, you know, he's he's kind of like a role player. I'm not sure what role he might, you know, fall into at the next team that he transferred to or school rather. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, his choice um, pans out. But, you know, shouts out to both of those guys. I mean, I get it. You know, you have to do what you got to do. You know, you can play on a good team, but. The real, um, the real matter of it is that you know everyone wants to be that guy. Everyone wants to be the number one. Everyone wants to kind of be you know the star in a sense. So, shouts out to both of those guys, man. Um, we got the uh, and, oh yeah. Before I get off of Michigan basketball, so does this mean that Josh Christopher is going to commit to Michigan? You know. He added USC into his top five. He's going to decide on the 14th, which is next week. But 
you know, he he kind of been stringing Michigan along for a minute now. Now I get it. You know, it's not an easy decision. You know, it's not, and I think a lot of a lot of um, Wolverines fans need to understand that. Like, this is a California guy going all the way over to the Midwest, far away from his family, to play basketball, live, go to school. Like, so it's it's not a um, you know, it's not an easy decision to make. So uh, I think like some of the fans just kind of like need to relax a little bit and you know kind of little make a decision because it's not an easy one. If it was that easy, it would have been made. You know, so um, but um, hopefully he does commit, and with um, Julius, um, you know, transferring, Castleton transferring, that opened up two more spots, two more um, scholarship spots. So, you know, Michigan got room to pick up, you know, two more players. That Jawan Howard, you know, he's been on the he's been hot on the recruiting trail since he since he got there. So I'm pretty sure that the two guys that fill the spots are going to be good players, you know, players that's going to fit his type of system, play, you know, the type of basketball that, you know, he want to see. So, you know, shouts out to Michigan, you know, and transfers happen every day. It's not something to be sad about. You know, people go to regular schools and transfer just because of the location or the school or, you know, it's all types of reasons. So, you know, tra transferring isn't always that bad. You got to understand that. People have to make the best decision for them. So, um, but hopefully this means that we get Josh Christopher and, you know, another guy. Uh, I think they're trying to get a grad transfer. I think he's a guard. I can't think of his name right now. So we'll see what, um, we'll see what Michigan going to do. But, you know, either or see what happens in the recruiting. But either way, Michigan is in good shape going into next year. I think they got like a top five class. Um they got a couple, they, you know, targeting a couple guys in, in next year's class. So, um, yeah, Michigan is in good shape. Nothing to worry about. Um, sad to see two players go, but, you know, it is what it is. Good luck to those guys and, um, you know, just keep it moving from here. So, <clears throat> I want to get into something real quick, some NFL. Um, so, my question is, is Dak Prescott really the future quarterback for the Cowboys? And it's just something I thought about like the last couple of days, really like since the Cowboys franchise tagged him. You think about it. Zeke got his contract last year. He's not going anywhere unless, you know, something crazy happened and Jerry Jones trades him, which is highly doubtable, right? Then Amari Cooper... He gets his contract extension. He's not going anywhere. So what are the Cowboys really going to do with Dak? Because Dak is, a, you know, he's consistent. You know, he's not like uh, he's not like a Troy Aikman, but he's definitely a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback um, for the system that they run in Dallas. And, they, well, you know, they got a new coach now, too, so. That's that's just I just think that's interesting that they didn't or that Jerry Jones didn't want to sign him to a long term deal because with a new coach there, you know, Dak might not be his guy. Like, I wonder, is that a bit of, you know, Mike McCarthy's, um, you know, concern a little bit like, well, once he got hired, once he took the job, 
maybe he wasn't sure about Dak. And I'm sure that now I'm not trying to start any stuff. I'm not trying to start a start a, a quarterback war in Dallas. I understand that Dak is going to be the starting quarterback this year. Period. Right? He's going to be the starter day one. Okay? I'm not I'm not saying that somebody's going to come in there and and take the job. But long term, I'm just not sure if he he's going to be there. Because why else would Jerry Jones just sign him to the franchise tag? Like, what if, hypothetically, I hope this don't happen, but what if Dak gets injured? He on a one-year contract, he gets injured. The Cowboys are going to look for another quarterback. And that would be kind of messed up. You know, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it sucks, but it's, it's the politics of the game. It's the way that the game goes. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. But that would be a bad, you know, kind of a, a loss, you know, scenario for Dak. He would say you have to, he would technically take an L in this situation. But um, we'll see what happens, man. Um, you know, the Cowboys got a pretty decent team coming back too. You know, especially with with Zeke and um, and uh, you know a solid receiver in Cooper. So uh, we will see what happens this year. We will see. And here's another question, too. Is Dak, can or can Dak take the Cowboys on a deep playoff run? Like, coming out of the NFC East, can Dak, is, is Dak really that guy that's going to take them to the Super Bowl? Like, I want people to really, like, think about that question. Because, you know, a lot of Cowboy fans, you know, they always hype up their team. And they always have a good, a pretty good decent team every year right competitively competitively every year they competitive but can Dak really take the Cowboys deep into the playoffs can they knock off the Packers in Green Bay you know can they beat Seattle which has a good defense every year so you know those just a couple um just a couple uh concerns honestly like I don't in my opinion I don't think that Dak is the long-term uh, QB in Dallas. I just don't. Like, I think this year, if he don't play as well as they want him to play, or him and McCarthy, like, you know, they kind of like not on the same page, I think Dak can potentially be out next year. I really do think that because why else wouldn't he already have a long-term deal? So, you know, that's the way I see it. Zeke not going nowhere. Cooper not going nowhere. They unsure about the quarterback. It is what it is, y'all. And a lot of people, you you might feel indifferent, but I could be right. I could be wrong. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, also, so I guess the Falcons got some new uniforms. Bucks got some new unis, which is real cool, man. Uh, I like the Falcons' new uniforms, though. And uh, with like the little ATL across the chest. So I guess right after they, you know, posted this, um, you know, posted that the clip of their new uniforms, you know, the Panthers kind of like trolled them a little bit. Which is like, you know, some divisional stuff like I get it. But, you know, the Panthers uniforms is cold, too. Like the Panthers could have just let that one go. Like you, you didn't have to like throw... You didn't have to throw smoke, you know, throw salt at him like for that, you know, 
Like let, let them rock their unis, man. You know, the, the game is played on the field. But, you know, cold uniforms for them. Um I like the Steelers uniforms. The Steelers uniforms is cold. Cause the Steelers unis is just classic. Like just the the gold and black. Like you you can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it really never changes. And it's just solid. It's just a solid color. Every two color patterns together. You know, so um who else got some nice uniforms? The Seahawks got some nice uniforms. You know, you never really seen any uniforms like that until the Seahawks started. You know, maybe I would say like six years ago, like where they changed it with the gray numbers, with the, you know, the Seahawks, they got some nice ones. Um, who else? Mm, I like the I like the Chargers uniforms, the uh, the powder blue ones. You know, those are real nice too. So, you know, um, yeah, but that's what's up. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> But um, while we're in the NFL, I'm going to uh, go over to the Lions, talk about some Lions news real quick. So I hear that the Lions have been shopping the number three overall pick, which I think is is perfect because the Lions really, I mean, they could draft Okuda at three, right? They could take him for sure. No problem. If miraculously Chase Young falls to three, they would probably take take Chase Chase Young. But it's like I don't think the Lions really want that third round pick because, like, they really you know like if the Lions needed a quarterback that bad, like say if they wanted like Joe Burrow or something, or I'm not saying that Chase Young and Okuda isn't worth the number three overall pick because those guys are going to be out out quickly you know, in this year's draft, but I'm just saying for the Lions, the Lions really, you know, I, I feel like the Lions need to stack up on more picks, you know, move back to like, you know, who needs a QB, the Panthers, let the Panthers get that spot or um, maybe the Chargers want to trade up and, and get a QB up there, up that high. Um, So, you know, we'll see what happens, but if, if I'm the Lions, man, trade the number three overall pick. You don't need to draft really anybody that high, and we need more picks. I wouldn't mind the Lions moving back to, like, in between the 12 and, like, 17 range if they could. And, you know, pick up a couple more picks for the second round and build. You know, like, the Lions really, you know, it's bad. You know, their record was really bad. But anybody that watched the Lions, they weren't, like, terrible, terrible. They weren't losing, like, 42-3 to three every week. You know, they were losing games that they could have won. They they played competitively and still lost. Now, yeah, so, now I, I, I understand how it could, you know, a bit conflictual. But, you know, the Lions, they need pieces. They don't need, like, a complete overhaul. They need pieces. They need, like, a lot of little pieces, you know, especially on defense. So um, I say the Lions definitely trade that pick, move back. Let's get a couple D linemen. Let's get a you know. Let's get a linebacker. Probably uh, pick up another receiver. We're gonna need another receiver for sure. And um, you know, I, I don't think a lot of I think a lot of people are underrating that position because you know, yeah, we got Marvin Jones and Galloway, but you also know that teams are gonna be locked in on those players. Or we might even want to take a running back. 
because no one is really, you know, sure about Carryon Johnson right now. Like he got injured last year, the year before. I think he rushed for a thousand yards, had a good season. So like he going into his fourth year. So, you know, another question is, is Carryon Johnson the future uh for the Lions? Like is he is he the future running back that the Lions are gonna keep for like the next five years? You know, no one really knows the answer to that question. So I don't I don't think it's a bad idea to draft a running back if I'm the Lions. You know, of course later on in the draft, but that's why I think it's important to trade out of that third spot and let's, you know, get a couple picks, you know, maybe like a, you know, draft a running back in the third round, you know, and, and kind of keep it going. And um, yeah, but and you know what? As a Lions fan, I really want to say this. I really hope the Lions do not mess up this year's draft. Like, please do not go out there and, and just draft like a boring pick. Because honestly, the Lions need players that can help right away. Or else, Matt Patricia and and the other, I can't even think of his name right now, but those two dudes are gone. If they don't win this year, they were gone. Because Caldwell actually had us in the playoffs. Now, we done took this serious dip trying to beat a dang on Detroit Patriots. And it didn't work. You know, we had a 4-3. We switched over to the 3-4. Like, you know, they just came in and switched up too much stuff, and we looked terrible out there. So um, hopefully they figure it out. But please, 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 Detroit Lions, do not mess this draft up. It's a lot of good players. Don't go out there and draft, you know, a dang on offensive tackle with the number three pick. Like, don't do something stupid that's going to have us Lions fans just stressed out until training. Like, we're going to be stressed out all summer, all training camp, you know, and then going to have some hope before the season start and then get out there. And it's, you know, it, it, I'll tell you like this, though. If Patricia starts off slow, like one and six, and that's like worst case, worst case scenario. They're going to fire him. They're going to fire him quickly. We got to get him out of there because first off, bro, you know, you got players on the team that you rubbing the wrong way. We talking about our star players. You pretty much running them out of the dang on organization. Like this was a team that was borderline playoffs, bro, before you got here. Like you pretty much ran us into the ground trying to turn us into the Patriots. That's how I feel about the Lions and Matt Patricia. So, but anyway, don't mess this draft up, okay? Please, don't do this to us. Um, let me see what else we got. Also, you know what? I was, I was, uh, I read an article that was um, saying that um, I don't think this is gonna happen, but I think it'd be, it would be real cool to see. Um, the Steelers were thinking about taking Jalen Hurts as a second round pick. Now I think that's kind of high for Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's a a second round guy, but you know that that'll be cool. Like that'll be cool, man. Like you know, all that happened to him in Alabama. You know, he went over to um, Oklahoma, did his thing. You know, they didn't make it to uh, they didn't make it to the championship, but he had a successful season, and it's still you know he's still a good quarterback. So you know, I want to see him succeed. And, um, you know, hopefully he do go to the Steelers. I think that would be a good fit for him because, you know, the Steelers traditionally has has a good 
a good um a good defense, um you know good O line. You know Ben Roethlisberger been playing behind the same O line for a while, so you know it'd be a bunch of veterans, and it's somewhere where you know Jalen Hurts could go in there, kind of learn from Ben, and um you know take over. You know Mike Tomlin go take care of him. So um, I think that'd be a, a interesting and good fit for um, Jalen Hurts, but um, you know we'll see what happens. Um, you know the draft approaching very quickly, so and you know what I want to talk about something though. They were talking about uh, you know having like a like a virtual draft and then you know making it as a fundraiser for you know the coronavirus. And this is my thing with that. Like, I, I want to really, I didn't, now before I speak on this, I really didn't do my research. I'm just going off like an outsider's point of view, right? But, like, a, a lot of people are already in in uh, in worse situations, right? Some people might have lost their job. It's a lot going on. And I understand, like, what the NFL is trying to do, like, make it, Make it like a like a fun. Make it um, profitable, and uh, do something good. But I get it. But at the same time, man, just you know, leave the money out of it. Like leave the money out of it, man. Because you gotta understand the fact that sports was taken away. How it how it was, all sports were taken away. Like it's. You know, don't this is the wrong time to try to like raise money. Like people are broke, bro. People are, you know, everybody don't got it like that. Now I get that some people do. But if y'all want to do that, maybe the owners should, you know, donate to the organization. But like don't don't pull other people into it. Like if that's something y'all want to do personally, then do that. Like don't make it this big fundraising type of deal because you know the draft is already not going to be a traditional draft like i think i think it being like a fundraiser would kind of like i understand the good part of it but it it would kind of like sadden it a little bit like okay it's a draft right it's, it's not going to be a traditional draft you know nf you know college players are going into the nfl like man we don't got to make this a dang on fundraiser man and I, I, you know, that's just from my perspective. Now, I don't have all the details. I didn't do, you know, hard research on it. I didn't do any of that. Right. But, you know, just just take just take it easy on the fundraiser. Everything don't have to be about. It don't have to be about money. You don't have to technically raise money for this. People are losing money, if anything. Now, if you raising money to, you know, it, it just depends. It just depends. Leave the butt. From my perspective, though, like just 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 leave the money out of it, man, because a lot of people are struggling right now and and no one really knows what that like the people that need the money the most. It won't go to them like people that are struggling and and can't, you know, provide for their families and people that might have lost jobs, uh, you know, people that got, you know, three, four kids and can't, you know, feed them all the way that they want to. They won't see the money. They won't see the money. And, you know, some of those, uh, you know, some people in those families might watch the draft. Don't make this a big, you know, a big fundraising thing like that. That would be wrong. And, and for sure, for sure, don't try to make it, you know, something where 
you know, people have to pay to watch the draft. Now that would be some nonsense, but you know, I'm I'm just going too too far in on it. But um, yeah, let's let's just keep it simple, man. You know, the draft is already gonna be a little different this year. Uh, you know, leave it at that, man. Leave it at that. Uh, what else do we got? Another story. You know what, man? I'm so tired of talking about this dang going coronavirus junk, man. But it's unfortunately that's what's going on in this world right now. You know, unfortunately. So on that note, it's this guy, I guess, you know, he stole like two million coronavirus mask. Like, first off, bro, how did you steal? And he tried and he sold them. He stole them and sold them and then got caught. First off, bro, how did you steal two million coronavirus masks? And how was he like selling them? Like, how did he sell? I mean, I know you got Amazon and eBay and other ways to, um, you know, other ways to get rid of them. But, you know, how did he how did he sell them and how did he steal them? That's 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 the real question. Like, that's insane, man. You know, people just really trying to find a way to come up on a buck. I mean, I respect the hustle. I mean, you went the wrong way by doing it. Like you could have you could have bought some masks at Walmart and just, you know, sold them for more than what you bought them for. But I mean, I mean, I, I respect the entrepreneurship, but God dang, man, like that's crazy. Like, did he did he still like a like a like a uh like a big rig full of masks or something like this dude this dude stole a big rig mo worth of mask and sold them that's crazy man that is crazy but uh yeah and they caught the guy so you know that's that's a messed up way to go out player that's a messed up way to go out man but you know it is what it is you know, it's, it's it's the world that we live in, and you know, people do worse things, man. Some, like I said a couple of minutes ago, some people really have it worse. You know, some people ain't got all of the uh, the resources, but in this case, man, you're an idiot, bro. You're an idiot. You stole two million masks that people need to try to help protect themselves. And you go steal them and try to capitalize on it. You're an idiot, bro. Sorry. You know. And you know what? The, the the funny thing about this world, man, is that, you know, people people will root for stuff like that. Like, how do you, you know, I mean, I get it, man. You, you tried to come up, but, like, it's not cool. Like, you, you pretty much took that away from people that were in need and tried to, you know, make have the money go in your pocket like that's selfish man that's selfish you know people do anything for money also you know but um you know i'm gonna beat the guy up too much but you know it is what it is man try to be good people out here man try to be good citizens like we visitors here on this earth you know and people people wondering why you know things are the way that they are like we we mistreat each other we abuse stuff that we shouldn't abuse we break laws that we're not supposed to break i don't want to go that far into it but you know you get the drift 
you know, do the right thing out here, man. Uh, let me see what else I got. Um, I got a question for everybody. What would the world be without chicken? Now, I know it's a, a crazy question. I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast can tell that I'm African-American. And yes, I eat a lot of chicken. I've eaten a lot of chicken in my life, right? But this is this is my thing. Why do people complain about it? Like people that complain about chicken act like they eating steak every day. Like you're not eating steak every day, bro. You're not eating pork every day. Pork is worse. So if you out here eating, you know, pork every day, you like you diabetes, all types of crazy diseases. It's not good for you. Is it good? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Bacon is good. Bacon is good. Will I go slaughter a, a pig and you know freeze it in my my freezer? No, I'm not going that far. But bacon is good. But I'm not gonna abuse it and eat it every day. I'm not gonna eat steak every day. I don't have the means to go to the grocery store and buy steaks every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner during quarantine. I don't got it like that. So. The, the most simplest thing you can eat is chicken. Chicken is a meat that's not, I mean, it, it comes from an animal. And yes, I understand, you know, I watched the Netflix special on, you know, how they treat the animals. It was pretty messed up. I'm not going to lie. For like a week, I, I was kind of like, yo, you know what? I don't want any McDonald's. I don't, I don't want, um, you know, I didn't want any chicken. But traditionally, I've been eating chicken my whole life. So it's like, you know. 29 years of my life, you know, I'm not eating chicken and then all of a sudden I stop. Now, I'm not saying I might not stop in my future, but, uh, you know, I don't plan on stopping tomorrow, you know, and people and people just complain about, you know, chicken like, bro, you everyone eats chicken. I've worked at restaurants. I've all cultures eat chicken. Okay. The Asian community, chicken fried rice. The Hispanic communities, chicken tacos, chicken burritos. African-American community, we eat fried chicken, baked chicken, any way you want it. Boiled chicken, put it in some soup in the winter. So I think a lot of people just need to like, yo, just take it easy. Take it easy, okay? Everyone eats chicken. It's, it's a world thing, and it's one of the cheapest things that you can buy. You know, I think some people try to like create this uh, this narrative as if like, oh, well, if you eat chicken, then, you know, you're in this category of people. Well, OK, go vegan then. Don't we, you know, because I'm going to eat fried chicken, man. I'm, it is what it is. Everyone eats it. It's a world thing. You know, um, nobody not you're not you're not buying a ribeye or uh <laughs> ribs every day this is not a, a safe choice like chicken is a safer choice than 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 ribs you know fish is good fish is good to eat because you know it has all of the um the six omega um you know dietaries in it it's good for you it's good for your heart it's good for you in a lot of ways actually you know and i don't, I don't think i don't think i don't even think fish is considered a meat it's not a red meat for sure you know but um, I don't know. Just a, just a quick little quick, just a quick little uh, 
you know, question, you know, what would the world do without chicken? You, I mean, you would have nothing else to eat, technically. You know, it's, that's, it's just that simple. That's, that's the answer to that question. Like, you have no other choice. Like, what other meats would you eat? You know? But, uh, yeah, that's about it, y'all. Um, let me see what else. It's not that much going on. I'm, I'm just ready for, ready for the seasons to start, man. Ready for college football to come back. Ready for, um, you know, the, the playoffs we're supposed to start next week. You know, so it's just, uh, it's kind of sad, but, you know, we're still hopeful. We're still hopeful. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's get through, get through this time and, um, you know, it could be way more exciting again. And, uh, yeah, you know, people could look normal. You know, I went to the, um, went outside, went to the store, you know, people walking around in masks, you know, and I get it, but it's like, man, this, this stuff is like, you know, something out of a movie. This is something really like definitely scripted out of a movie, but like this time it's not a movie, it's real. Now you, you. You you didn't pay twelve bucks to go see a movie and for two three hours like this stuff been going on for about a few months now. But uh, on a lighter note though, um, I mean I hope everybody's staying safe out there though, man. Just stay safe, do what you have to do for your family, um, your loved ones. Uh, I like to encourage anybody, man, as you know, that's feeling down about this time because you know every around this time because you know everyone don't have like i say everyone don't have all the resources everyone don't have um real friends um reliable family you know some people might have be unemployed during this time so you know consider that consider that though because and, it, and it's funny I, I heard this statement earlier why does it take a, a tragedy, not a tragedy, but, you know, why does it take uh, something like this to happen for, you know, people to start loving each other, for people to start, you know, treating each other right? You know, let the sky start falling and, you know, everyone is, uh, you know, considering, you know, where they was wrong or right. And none of us is perfect by any means. I'm not. But, you know, we should treat each other right on a regular basis. We should love each other on a regular basis. Be polite to each other on a on a regular. So, you know, it's just certain. And, and that's what I love about sports because sports brings people together. And I feel like I'm one of those people. So, like, without that, that void of sports, like, I'm one of those persons that's like, well, what do I do? You know, where do I fit in? You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like this is my lane, like the podcasting lane. Talk to people. You know, so um, I hope this this motivates somebody or encourage somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? And uh, this is the last little topic I want to uh, talk about. So uh, we go back to football. I know I went a little bit off track and kind of talked about some stuff that um was a bit personal, but I feel like you have to let those personal feelings out. You have to let those personal feelings out, especially during this time, man. You have to, you know, a lot of people just stuck in the house on their phone, on the computer. Some people stuck in the house with nothing to do, nobody to talk to. 
So um, just had to let that out. But um, I'm going to jump back over to football real quick. So I saw an article that, um, you know, the Dolphins might want to trade up from where the Dolphins is five, right? Honestly, the Dolphins, if y'all want to trade up that bad man, y'all could do a trade with the Lions because I feel like we don't need the number three pick. We don't need a number three pick because low key, if we trade with the Dolphins, they will draft Tua most likely. They're going to take a quarterback at three. Giants are going to be at a four. They're going to take an old lineman. We could still draft Okuda at five. If if the Lions really wanted a corner that bad, we could trade back and still take Okuda at five. But this is about the Dolphins, though. I don't, I mean, look, unless y'all really want to trade up, Go ahead and do it, but y'all good where y'all at. Like I, I keep saying this, the quarterback from Oregon and and Tua, they're gonna be there at at five unless the Panthers try to jump all the way up there. And 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 this kind of sucks, and I hate to say this, and I and I I talked about this a couple weeks ago that the Redskins might, you know, were even debating taking a quarterback. Which kind of sucks for um, uh, Dwayne Haskins. Like, if the Redskins take a QB, I mean, that would suck, man. That would suck for him because, you know, he just got into the league. Just got into the league. Didn't get along with the coach. Coach left. Get a new coach. Get a whole new, you know. And like I was saying about the Dak situation. What if that's going to happen to Dak? Like, what if McCarthy... Pretty much is is coming in there saying like, hey, I don't know if Dak is that guy yet. So we go give him a one year trial. And if he does well, then all right, we'll see. But if not, like say if Dak don't play well, the Cowboys might try to get rid of Dak. They might. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. But um, yeah, back to what the Dolphins, though, y'all don't really need to trade up. I mean, both quarterbacks will be there unless, like, the Chargers try to jump y'all or the Panthers. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that go. Um, yeah, the draft right around the corner. So, you know, that, that'll that come real soon. Oh, and the boy Cam Newton's still not on the team. I said, I'm, I'm going to keep saying this until he gets on the team. Cam Newton was an MVP quarterback. He took. The Panthers to the Super Bowl, and I don't know how many years he should be on the team. I'm going to keep saying this until Cam Newton gets on the team because I really feel that strongly about it. Like, don't try to push Cam out of the league, man. And I really hope this isn't happening to him. But I'm, I'm going to say it every week. Put Get Cam Newton on the team, period. Um, But, yeah, that's it. Been going for about 40 minutes. I'm going to wrap it up right now. Um. Again, if you click the link to come through and listen, I highly appreciate you. If you're a podcaster, you do podcasts, you do sports podcasts, um, you want to get together and talk about some stuff and speak on a topic, collaborate on material, uh, hit me up. Um, my my Instagram page is uh, Late Entry Podcast. Um, find my videos there, sports videos, whatever. Just hit me up and um, we could go from there. Uh, if you're a listener... Um, Please like, share, subscribe, um, give my podcast a review. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know if you like it. Let me know if it's terrible or, or if you got a topic that you want to talk about personally. I could talk about your topic. Just hit me up. 
Um, yeah, and that'd be it. Everybody take care out there, be safe. And look, you ain't gotta look, just because this thing is going on right now, you know, you're being nice, super nice to people. You could be super nice and generous to people all the time. Um, I'm just gonna leave leave everybody with that one. But um until next time, I'm out. Peace. Rolling, rolling, rolling,